Boss! 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 Hello and welcome to another episode of At The Buzzer, your Colorado Buffaloes podcast. I'm John Woods. I'm subbing in for Jack Barsh today, joined here by your usual half of your usual hosting squad with Sam. And we've got some very special guests here today. We're gonna dive into we're gonna dive into as much CU and sports talk as there is, but with the recent updates that we're all knee deep in around the coronavirus and COVID-19. There's not a whole lot of sports to talk about. So this this episode may deviate a little bit more from the typical, but we're going to dive in and give you something to listen to while you're stuck at home, not working, working remotely, whatever you may be. Sam, how's it going? Yeah, if if uh, if this is as far as we're going away from sports, just, just wait until the next few podcasts come in. When there's, literally, when there's literally nothing to talk about. <laughs> um, and also joining us today, besides me and just John, we have Andrew Dill in the one corner. How's it going, guys? Where are you calling from, Andrew? I'm calling from Bismarck, North Dakota. Okay. And then we have, on the other corner, Anthony Kazmerzak. Where are you calling him from, Anthony? From Orlando, Florida. It's 90 degrees. Oh, good for you. It's snowing outside in Boulder. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we need it. Um, so we're all here together to talk about, more or less, coronavirus wreaking havoc on the whole sports world, shutting down the NBA because Rudy Gobert, bless his soul, touched every microphone, got coronavirus, gave it to another player, presumably not really clear what happened. And the entire NBA is postponed for at least 30 days. The NCAA tournament is now canceled. Uh, that's the big deal coming up. The whole uh, spring sports in the NCAA are canceled. Um, everything pretty much is being shut down. Like like baseball's delaying their season. Um, travels being shut down, etc. Um, what do you guys think about like the NCAA tournament getting canceled, for instance? Oh man, like I mentioned earlier, that is just a, it's a huge blow, I would say, because I, for me, especially, I took time off next week for the tournament to watch that and all that Maybe. stuff too. I have, so, I have next weekend requested off as well. Do you? Oh man, I feel for you and I feel for myself, but yeah, I have literally nothing to look forward to next week now. It's just going to be staring at a wall since I just watched sports too. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's very weird. Um, once all the – I was watching the Nuggets game on – what was it, Wednesday night? When they broke the news on that because it was on ESPN. And then once I saw them flash to Van Pelt, they said the season was canceled. So that kind of really hit home right there. I was like, oh, man. I just had a sick feeling that whole night because um, that was when the Buffs played. So, obviously, they played their game. Uh, next morning, we got note of all of those cancellations. So, it just really – really sucked because I was really looking forward to watching them in the tournament despite how bad they have been of late, but you never know. Yeah, I was, uh, so I work at a concert venue. I work at the Boulder Theater and the Fox Theater as like a security guard. And uh, uh, well, all those canceled, all those shows are canceled now. So I don't have my second job. Um, but now like I, I was, I was at the concert uh, doing crowd control or whatever. And I was getting updates on my phone and it was just like first the Pac-12 uh, tournament was going to be held without fans, and then Wednesday night they were going to announce that it was uh, 
during the first round, they're going to announce that like the, I guess the rest of the conference tournament would be canceled. Um, and then the, the NBA announced that they were suspending everything. And then the next morning it was announced that the NCAA tournament was suspended, but it was strange just following this in real time, knowing that everything, uh, that we really enjoy is just gone. And all these sports writers now are just like, what, what purpose do we serve in this society? It, so, and, and we're talking so much about, this is John, we're talking so much about the, the, the big tournament, but even the conference tournaments, I know it was, uh, it was a little bit deflating when CU crapped right out of the tournament on what, in what was probably the last sporting event that any of us are gonna see for a little while. Um, so hopefully that doesn't leave a, a lasting taste on everyone's mouths to see. It, it, it will. Like it will. Washington State, <laughs> but I was, you mentioned that, that it's snowing in Boulder right now when we record this on Friday night. What a perfect time to be watching conference tournament basketball. And even though the Buffs, the Buffs lost, hope springs eternal. And when we got that bid and we got that seed for the, the tournament, we'd have at least a, nearly a week to – Say well, they can't lose six in a row if that's what the streak was at. Was at they can't lose six in a row, and and we've got a good matchup, and we can maybe this is a Sweet Sixteen team after all, and they can get over the hump, and Tad can figure it out. But we don't even get to find out now. John, I really yeah. don't. I don't understand your optimism at all, because <laughs> <laughs> it was like they lost by sixteen to Washington State. But I heard you guys play. on the last episode, and you guys were saying maybe there's a chance they get it turned around. After oh, they yeah. lost And then we, we also said there was no reasonable way they lose to Washington State other than a complete collapse. There was a moment in the last episode where Jack said, if we beat Washington State. Because I listened to it after the fact. There was a moment. But you're right. Yes. You're right. I, I always, you have to be positive. You're in the tournament. You have to. I mean, even a 16 seed can now say there's a chance. But we don't even get that opportunity anymore. You know what else? No one's, no one's crying for the gambler. How, what am I supposed to be betting on when there is literally no sports? I'm starting to, to have to make some really weird brackets and, and start to set some odds for some really weird uh, who's going who's gonna to get, get a cold first uh, in the office because there's nothing. There's nothing to gamble on, and it's, it's sad for everyone. Anthony, how are you dealing with this? Because like, it's not just the NCAA tournament getting canceled, NBA being postponed. You you work in uh, the like the golf entertainment industry. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, look, it's strange. I mean, just finding out. Um, you know, they played the first round of the players' um, championship and decided to cancel it late last night. And then um, now today, you learn the Masters is being postponed. So it's just strange i mean the next three pga tour events are canceled um and nobody knows when the masters is going to happen um you know the talk is they're potentially moving it to the fall but um it's it's eerie i mean i've i've been in this industry for quite older than a lot of you guys so i've been in this industry for about 20 plus years now and it's, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's strange. What what does uh what does ESPN or the Golf Channel or NBC Sports? What do these places cover now that there's nothing to cover for at least thirty days? I think we're all learning on the fly. Um, it's 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 strange. 
uh, you know, uh, yesterday on Twitter last night, I saw ESPN classic trending. Um, you know, people want that, uh, coming back old games, um, you know, re-airs of final fours, uh, who knows? Um, it's, it's a strange time. I mean, there's I mean, only so much news you can report, right? So Yeah, right right now, I, I mean, I have open a tab that's like, it's on the athletic, the t- 10 college games to go and rewatch. And it's just like, like Texas versus USC in the championship. And I'm just like, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to digging through the archives. I was watching Matisse Thibel highlights as I do earlier today. Uh, that kind of appetized my appetite. Well, that's, I that's what I was going to ask. Like, what would you – if you had one game you could go back and rewatch Buffs football, Buffs basketball, or go outside the Buffs, what game would it be and why? I mean, there's a right answer to this. I'm, I'm going to see if either of you guys say it. I mean, I have my answer, but I'll, I'll wait to hear what you guys have to say. Andrew, what's your one game of CU sports that you could rewatch? That I could rewatch with a different outcome? Oh no. no, 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 no! Oh, okay. Like, like, literally, go rewatch on YouTube. Oh man, that's tough. Because I mean, I was the national when they had the championship way back in the day. I was, I wasn't even born yet, so I can't say something like that. But man, there's, there's so many. I'd have to kind of think about that one for a bit because can't really pop one into my head right now. I think, I think the obvious like football one would be like sixty-two thirty-six over Wisconsin or over Nebraska. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I, that was kind of what I was expecting you guys to say. But uh, that's definitely what Jack would have said. How dare you guys not be Jack? But uh, <laughs> I, I would say, like, I would go through back at the 2012 Pac-12 tournament when they won those four games in four nights. Like, that was just so much fun. Yeah, um, that was yeah. uh, kind of a nice one to follow because Austin Dufault was from Kildare, North Dakota. So a lot of people up here were – Following it a little more aggressively too, so that was kind of awesome to see. And, and sticking with football, I, I, this is John. I would, I think, I would probably gravitate to something more recent with the 2016 season. Uh, that that Oregon game, I, I, Utah is nice because it was the it was the clinching game, but there was also kind of a boring game outside of the the drama of will they will they win? The actual game itself was kind of blah. But the Oregon game, the Utah game ended. The Utah game was like twenty-eight to twenty-two. Like it wasn't a, it was a pretty boring. close game. It was just kind of a boring football game. I feel like we always. I felt like the whole time I was there, I was at that game. I actually rushed the field with the students, which I'm too old to be doing. But it just felt like I always felt like we were going to win, and Utah kept it close, but was never really challenging. Whereas the Oregon game felt like the turning point of that season, yeah, and I, the way that I, it ended, I could watch that over and over again. I agree with you completely. I would also recommend watching the first half uh, of the Michigan game again. Just the absolute bonkers game. That's the one I was going to bring up, too. Oh, man. Anthony, do you have any recommendations? I'd say Miracle at Michigan, um, especially after Westbrook was just uh, uh, voted into the Hall of Fame. Nice plug. Watch that whole thing. I still can't believe we can talk about it. Uh, Rashawn Salam is still not in the College Football Hall of Fame. Michael Westbrook made it in. I think Cordell Stewart may be in. 
and yet Rashan Salam, the Heisman winner, the best player on that team, who I assumed was in the College Football Hall of Fame, because I, I just I didn't know. I, did you guys know that he's just not in it? It's crazy. I was there um, uh, two years ago for work, and I stopped by the Hall of Fame and just viewed the uh, the exhibits and so forth. And they have this these these uh, virtual things that you can kind of click on to see like Colorado Hall of Famers or each team's Hall of Famers and so forth. And I had no idea. I thought he was already in. Um, it was it was kind of a surprise to me too. Okay, I do have a question for you guys regarding the NCAA tournament. So um, there were some media people who were uh, talking about um, delaying the NCAA tournament, like if it was possible. Like, should the NCAA have tried to postpone it, like by a month or so? Um, as far as that goes, I kind of saw – I mean, it would make sense, but these kids are – probably going to be on i mean if they're seniors they're probably going to be on to something else by that point too um it's just kind of hard to sit out a month if you will for something like that but i mean i would love to see it i could just probably not see that happening though i just think there's so much that's unknown right now um to make that sort of decision um and delay it if they were if they were thinking that way I mean, I, you see everybody else. The only the only thing that's been postponed, to my knowledge, is the Masters. Um, other than that, like, everything's been canceled up to a certain point, right? Yeah, I mean, like, the NBA isn't necessarily canceled right now. It's just suspended. Same with the NHL. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I would say more so in the NCAA tournament thing, it's like, like um, these stadiums are all booked so many years or whatever in advance. Like, you can't just take uh, a tournament with 68 teams and reschedule that a month and a half later or whatever. Um, it's just, it just doesn't work from a logistics standpoint. What are you going to do? And how, and how are you going to get fans there? The timing's all changed. The, I can't even think of the logistics with the players. They're not practicing right now, uh, right? I think they're – I mean, the season's essentially over for them. So to try and pull them back together seems just like a logistical nightmare. And if this was a week or two, maybe, but when you're talking about four, six, eight weeks, I don't see how that's even possible. Yeah. Um, do you guys think, I know Anthony's going to have an opinion on this. Should there still be a national champion named this year? Like we did complete the regular season. I mean, Kansas already won, I thought. Yeah, well, you're the Kansas fan, so that's why I knew that you would have the opinion. Gotcha. <laughs> What's your argument for saying they should just be named national champions? I mean, they're number one right now, currently, correct, in the AP poll. They are. I mean, doesn't Gonzaga? I mean, seriously? There's... Anthony, I didn't know you were such a uh, Premier League uh, or European soccer fan that the, the regular season champion should be the league champion. I thought that as, as Americans, we had a tournament to determine who our champion was. And it didn't matter if you were the best in the regular season. If you weren't the best when it mattered, it didn't matter at all. I don't think Kansas even cares about the Big 12 tournament 
they've they've always been claiming these shares of the Big Twelve tournament, like with the or the Big Twelve tournament with the regular season. Well, like it was interesting. Like before before the actual news of the tournament getting canceled, did you guys see that Kansas and Duke said they're not playing in the conference tournaments? Yeah, like Duke, they, Duke, Duke essentially forced everyone's hand, the ACC's hands by saying, and, and NCAA by saying, we're done, we're shutting down all spring sports. So they were essentially out, which is why everyone's been making the fantastic joke that Duke got eliminated from the tournament first because essentially they pulled out before the tournament was canceled. And then, oh, yeah, it was, it I didn't Duke even, Kansas. yeah, I didn't know that just straight up. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, do you guys think that there should still be like John? You you were just criticizing having no postseason. What would you do with the national championship? I mean, I I don't think you get to you can award one this year. I think you have to. I think it's going to be a footnote in in history. I think that there's going to be. I mean, I feel for fans of 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 Dayton, of Kansas, of well, not as much of Kansas, sorry, but even Baylor, who I despise, and and Gonzaga and. San Diego State, in a like very very small way, it's this losing streak was was kind of okay for the Buffs because it, it tempered all of our expectations to not be as disappointed that we don't get to play it out on the court. But I don't I don't really know that you can name a champion. It just isn't the way that that we award champions for anything, um, uh, and especially I mean, the NCAA tournament. I mean, NCAA football has been awarding championships with this for so many years before like the BCS championship happened. You've got a point there. Uh, Andrew, how do you feel about this? I don't know if you can kind of uh, award someone something like that, but like the beautiful thing about like basketball opposed to football, you don't have Alabama Clemson juggernauts uh, beaten down on everyone. Basketball is kind of one of those sports where you never know what can happen exactly too. So I mean, I'm not going to use Colorado and Washington State as an example because uh, Ellaby's a hell of a player for them, and he absolutely demolished them the other night. But there's some teams where you never know. I mean, you saw UMBC over Virginia a couple of years ago. So, I mean, you can't just really award something like that, but that's the beauty of college basketball too in itself. Um, I do have a personal opinion that I, I do think Kansas should be named national champions. I think Why is that? Um, well, I mean, like, they, they were number one in the poll. I think Gonzaga only has, like, two media votes to be number one. Like, it's pretty consensus. Um, like, how Ken many Palm, championships would – extra championships would Kansas have if we awarded the championship this way every season? John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought this year I – I think this was a terrible year for college basketball, and I thought Kansas was the one legitimately great team that would have been good any other year. Um, Gonzaga this year, I don't think they were as good as the years past. I think Dayton is terrific. I just think that they're a little one-sided and that they would they could have been exposed against a team of their caliber like they were earlier this season when they played Kansas and they lost. And then Baylor too. I mean, Kansas beat them the, in their second game. And Baylor, I don't think is as good as their rankings what they're made out to be because i mean this was the one year for college basketball where you had no clue who was gonna actually stand out because there were so many upsets going on there's a lot of 
um, tweeners. So like that 15 to 25 range, everyone was either jumping out, hopping in. There was always new people in that spot too. And Colorado was always kind of fluctuating. They'd get to what, what was their highest ranking this year? 16. 16 yeah. And they'd always fall back. It seemed like they'd always lose right when they got the highest seed and then eventually bounced out of there. But it was one of those years where you had no clue what exactly was going to happen with this tournament. Um, well, if, if we don't name a national championship or a national champion, are we going to be naming all Americans? Are we going to award player of the year? What are we going to do? Are we just going to pretend like nothing happened? I was just like kind of along those lines, Sam, I was going to ask, is there, I mean, maybe last year it was job Morant. Is there a player that you guys are kind of upset that you're not going to be able to see in this tournament perform? And it could be outside the buffs, but. I was excited. Like, like I was really excited to see uh, like the Illinois basketball team. I, I really like watching them and I thought that they were going to be really like well prepared for the NCAA tournament. And I really, really enjoy um, like Ayo Dunsunmu, for example. Um, yeah, I'm upset about that personally. I know Jack, if he was here, he would talk about Michigan State and Cassius Winston, his favorite player. He's going to graduate without uh, being able to finish his career. Gotcha. I was going to say, then, I mean, okay, go, go ahead. ahead. All right. I was going to say, I mean, we've already seen Dayton this year, but I was kind of excited to see them on that national stage and see what they could possibly do as well going forward. Yeah, I thought uh, I was going to do, like, we we're going to have so many. We we're going to have, like, eight stories go up next week, and one of them was going to be, like, breakout stars to watch, and I was going to write about Jalen Crutcher on Dayton, their, like, guard who I thought was going to turn into, like, a sub-star. Like, like, Obi Toppin gets all the attention, but I thought Crutcher was going to make, like, his own name for himself as a star. So, like, yeah, I'm upset about Dayton, too. Anthony, what's your opinion on this? One one player, yeah. Um, I mean, you, you guys know I don't follow college basketball nearly as close as you guys, but um, I mean, it it just stinks. Like uh, as a bouquet, like just not getting to see him in the tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's it's awful. I'm I'm reading something right now that. Um, on ESPN, actually, uh, an Associated Press article, and apparently the the NCAA considered reducing the tournament, and they mulled over a 16-team tournament. Yeah, I saw that too. I, I just like over like one weekend, and they would have basically voted had a had the committee vote on the top 16 teams in the country, and then had them play over one weekend. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I do appreciate that this would have excluded CU. True. Yeah. Isn't it funny how things, how quickly things change because just a few weeks ago, it wouldn't have, they would have been pretty <laughs> nice. Plays. I mean, CU would have been the 16th team. Yeah. Uh, sigh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to think about this because like, I'm glad that I don't have to watch CU self-destruct and lose in the first round because I think that would, that would have been the easiest pick in the entire bracket. Kansas winning their first round game and CU losing in the first round. Um, but now I don't, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to, if I should be happy that it's gone, if I should be happy that I now have free time to read. I don't know. 
Yeah. Okay. That. Um, I don't know exactly what you're saying is I don't know if I'd be more upset if they lost or more happy to watch them play in the tournament. Obviously it's every now and then that they get in too. So I was kind of, despite them being on that five game losing streak, I was kind of excited to see, okay, we have some time now. Um, get ready for selection Sunday, see what happens, go from there. But yeah, it's just tough to end on a sour note like Wednesday night because God, that was awful. Do you guys do you guys still think that they should name the NCAA tournament bracket? <sighs> There's nothing tough. else going on. <laughs> exactly what he said. Give us something to talk about. I mean, literally, I, they would own sports conversation for the next two weeks. If you think Why about not? It, yeah. Why not? I mean, I, I I think that they should, but I can give an argument. Why not? Is that like the conference tournaments weren't played? Yeah. How are you going to punish Stanford for losing in the first round to Cal, but then reward someone who didn't lose because they didn't actually play their game? Exactly. Um, like like to see you get punished for a game that was meaningless. I think they should. Um, and then what do you do with like the the mid majors who are trying to steal steal brackets? Like, do you just give it to the whoever won the championship if they played it and then whoever won the league title, like the Ivy league, they just gave it, they canceled their tournament and just gave it to Yale. What do you do? Give it to the regular season champ. Okay. Kansas fan. Um, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably one of the hardest things to do. Cause I mean, you can't base it off um, your regular season standings at that point. Um, you still had a tournament to be played, and you never know. Hey, Washington State could have made a run. Cal could have made a run. Pac-12 oh, was one of they, those. They weren't um, going to, but all right, for right. Side. For just for instance, there, but you never know. Pac-12 was one of those conferences this year where the the top half, like Colorado, Oregon, Arizona, they were underperforming in the second half. Where you saw like Cal, um, not necessarily Washington State, but UCLA, they surged all the way to the top too. So. Yeah, would you like? Would you include UCLA in this? Like, some people are arguing that they needed to win the championship to, like, get a spot. Yeah, I, I thought they were pretty much sealed once they. I don't know how many in a row that they won at the end, but they were playing their best basketball towards the end of the year. I mean, that's what you want to see. I mean, you tournament the the beginning of like the, the the UCLA argument uh, does take into account that they were horrible the first like. 20 games of the season basically like do you just throw those out if a team gets hot like do you like what do you do when a team finishes their non-conference record with a seven and six record because at that point i mean what they were i think they started like 10 and 11 and they lost to someone terrible i can't remember who oh they lost multiple terrible games right it's just like like how do you value that without um i guess they had an incomplete resume i guess yeah at the time too because um, I think they needed at least like one win in the uh, in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's I know they're they're always looking for that those second half teams, and but at that point in that year they were they were not doing so hot. But towards the end, you can make a case for them. I just don't know what they grade that off. Uh, did we have to talk about what seed CU would have been? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, well, what what. So what were what would sorry, what did you see the projections for them to have? So I I pretty much had them at eight, um, even after that Stanford loss because I could not see them 
going back up. We we saw the earlier ones where they were at four. Or I can't remember what the other one was. I know it was four for sure, but after that loss to Washington State, I'd say they would slide out at eight. I know I talked to somebody on Twitter about that on the Ralphie Report account. Um, I could see them sliding to eight, but that's what Lunardi's his projection said what could have been. I think he tweeted it out. Uh, but eight's what I would have had them at. I mean, there's a, there's a current, like, there's an updated bracketology on ESPN that was updated, like, March 12th, and today's the 13th, that uh, CU was an eight on there. They had been dropped from a seven from the previous bracket after the Cal- Washington State loss, which that's about what I pegged them at, too. I wrote an article that I hope I still get paid for about the NCAA tournament seating. <laughs> Uh, and about what to expect CU to be. But, yeah, that, that fits with my projection. Anthony? I think eight, eight or nine sounds about right from what I saw. What would you have done? What, what would you guys have done if we, like, got, like, a nine seed like Florida and then won that and then played, like, Dayton? Like, what would you guys, like, I don't know. Would we beat Florida? No, but Florida also sucks. So that's the reason why it would be interesting. I mean, those are typically the better matchups of the first round or, or the second round for that matter. Um, but, yeah, what if, I mean, I don't know. A team like Colorado lose five straight, um, you just never know what could happen in the tournament. I mean, they could completely do a 180 and just turn it around if they uh, if they were playing. So, yeah, I guess we'll left to wonder. I, I should be less pessimistic because, like, CU was a disappointment at the end of the season, but so too were so many other teams, like including teams CU could have faced, like like Penn State faltered down the stretch. Florida was a perpetual disaster. Like they started out number five in the AP poll and then just completely collapsed from that. Um, I mean, they were overhyped, but like, like there's just a whole bunch of teams that were so flawed this year that I guess CU, no matter how badly they were playing, anything could have happened. You're right. Yeah, I don't know if I could have handled another Colorado Dayton game. That's for sure. Oh, I think it would be pretty obvious. Of it'd be yeah. easy to handle a 20 point loss, but that's my opinion. <laughs> I also, I, I, I low key think CU got a bit lucky to hang around with them in the first matchup, like, like Deshaun Schwartz hits five of seven threes and McKinley was just doing whatever he wanted. Like if Dayton had like the, the hindsight that nobody else is aggressive on the offense and they could have just collapsed on McKinley every time, I think that would have been a different game. Yeah. And we saw that the other night too. I mean, every, every time McKinley passed one out, Everyone, Maddox Daniels, you had um, Shorts, you had Seward. They all kind of lost their confidence. They were all pump faking, trying to drive in. Every time I noticed when I was doing the film room, every time they tried to drive in, they would immediately back that right out too. So it was, it was more so of a confidence thing, and they just kind of lost it at the end. Yeah. I, yeah. Do, we, do we think that this CU team, this is the last iteration, like this is the last version that we'll see of them? I mean, minus Lucas Seward and Shane Gatling graduating. Do you think everybody's going to return? I met, I mentioned in the Slack room, it's kind of one of those things where you never know because it could be unfinished business with them. Obviously, I think McKinley and um, Tyler Bay will take a look and see where their projected stock's at. Um, 
but I can see this as a motivation. So saying, Hey, let's, let's try to get this back together one more time, see where we can go. Cause they got Bartholomew coming in next year too. So um, you never know. Um, going to miss Seward's ability to stretch the floor for sure, but it's going to have some guys need to step up. Yeah. That's a uh, Keyshawn Bartholomew, by the way, the, uh, the top 100 recruit who is a point guard, who's hyper athletic to say the least. And then they also have a uh, Dominique Clifford coming in next year. He's like a six, five point guard from Springs. And like uh, rumors were around that CU would be targeting like a veteran big man with another scholarship uh, to replace Lucas Seward. I like the sound of that. Um, that would also be one too many scholarship players. Uh, so there'd be a crunch somewhere. I could guess who, but I'm not going to say who, but uh, I don't know. Um, so I do have a question of this, if this, collapse was somewhat like a chemistry thing if like the the team like something's broken with like the whole team-wide dynamic obviously we know nothing about that and we can only speculate but if that is a case do you think like this team would want to come back together or do you think people would want to leave from that standpoint that's kind of tough obviously i'm nowhere close to um boulder so i can't really speculate on something like that but it, it seems something was off um especially once you saw that kind of letdown against UCLA, right after that, everything just kind of faltered. They were sometimes going on runs, but they can never quite pull it together. So, I mean, to your point, do they want to stay? That's the question. I know most of the team. So we're, we're pretty much waiting on Wright and Bay. Those are the two guys that we're going to have to look out for. But that's kind yeah. of tough to say. And we have to be wary of transfers too. Because, uh, yeah, Um Speaking of, like, so CU basketball isn't the only sport being affected. They're canceling all winter. Like, they're all, they canceled all spring sports before they even really began. Um, but the NCAA is looking into giving those players, those athletes, an extra year of eligibility. Um, so basically, like, baseball and track, those people would be able to play next year, even if they're seniors this year. Um, do you think the same kind of measure should be taken for the winter athletes, specifically for basketball? Personally, I think it's hard to it's hard to grant, especially for basketball, being such a big money sport. When they had so, so much of the season to have them come back, um, it's tough. I, I, I think sticking to the spring sports is probably how they're going to end up going. I don't know where, where quite where my opinion lands but even seeing some of the back and forth about just the the spring sports and the confusion that's there some some folks have said that it'll essentially be an extra class and they'll be able to have five classes so that the freshmen would stay and i've also seen some people which seems like an, a disaster if they stayed freshmen other people have said that the seniors would just be able to come back i don't think that i don't know if they really figured that out but to bring the seniors back from a basketball perspective for a whole nother season uh, it seems like it would be tough to do. Andrew? Yeah, I don't know if that would really work out because, I mean, you got to think about all the players coming in, um, those spots trying to open for something like that. I just don't see how that would work out necessarily. And, like, yeah, teams only have so many scholarship uh, spots. They only have so many roster spots. I mean, there could obviously be exceptions, like a one-time exception, because this is unprecedented already. But, like, I would agree that I think if there's too many moving pieces, 
Um, we already played 90-something percent of the season. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that it's worth just rehashing, repeating the whole thing with just new freshmen coming in. I think the seniors probably had their day. And this sucks for players like Cassius Winston at Michigan State. But, like, this is there's not really an alternative, I don't think. Yeah, because if you make, like, an exception for that this year – you're still going to have 15, let's say, next year. You're still not going to get that same um, – it's hard to word it. You're not going to have that flexibility with your scholarship still. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was saying that there could be exceptions. Like like uh, each athletic program would be able to exceed the scholarship numbers uh, to a certain extent. Um, yeah, I mean, then that would create issues of revenue like like – the NCAA tournament brings in so much money to college basketball that it's a shame none of the players get paid. But also, um, this is really taking a huge hit out of all that revenue. Um, well, luckily for the Pac-12, it'll level the playing field a little bit because the Pac-12 makes no revenue anyway. But Had to get that shot in there. <laughs> had to get that shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do have questions for you guys. Personally, moving away from basketball. Um, so, Andrew, you work for a newspaper and Best Buy. Newspaper and Best Buy, yep. <laughs> um, Interesting combo. What are you going to do without sports to cover? Oh, man. That is the question. Um, a lot of staring at a wall. That's what I'm going to be doing. But pretty much just, I don't know. I like to watch ESPN Classic stuff. I mean, as long as I can watch something, I'll be fine. I'm not really a big Netflix or Hulu guy. I'll probably pop it on here or there, but I, a lot of my seasons that I've been watching, God, I can't even remember them. That's how bad I am with that stuff. I got into some of them and finished them all pretty quickly too. So um, I guess I'll have to find some, get some recommendations going on there, but just pretty much playing video games, playing some 2K here and there, um, going about it. It's it's a weird, weird feeling, that's for sure. How are you going to – are you worried at all about working in customer service? Ah, uh, that's, that's always the big thing. You know, we're, we're handing out a lot of hand sanitizer and stuff, but you know, that's not going to stop everything. So, uh, I would honestly not too, not too much, I guess, worried about it. Um, I know it's out there, but I'm really not one of those guys that's worrying about it, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, one of my jobs already got canceled because I work at a concert venue, but then I work as a barista as well. And I'm, I hope that I, that stays open because I need the money, I guess. Right. But I am a little bit worried um, that, like, I'm handing people drinks. I have to clean up their tables. Uh, I have to wash their dishes and so on. That, you like, never know something like that. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, you're, I mean, you can do your work remote. What, but how are you going to fill in your empty time? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be working quite a lot remotely. But um, I don't know, a lot of Netflix, uh, probably pick up a book. Um, spend some time with my dog. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, I just found out today that we've been asked to stay home for uh, two weeks. So I got to figure out what we can do from home work wise. And then, uh, try to bide my time. Good thing is my baseball game on Sunday is still on. So there is sports still being played in the 38 and over Orlando, uh, wood bat baseball league. 
I forgot that I forgot that you're a collegiate baseball player. I I was at a Division three school, a small school in New York. Yeah, so. but you you have some state, you have some school records, don't you? I'm uh, I'm up towards the top. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, I mean, there's that. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm upset that like like the rec center is going to be dead and there's no one to play basketball with anymore. So I'm afraid of, I won't be able to get out of the house and get I mobile. Think you, I mean, I, you just almost have to force yourself to um, just to get out. I mean, like I have my golden retriever. I'm going to be taking on long walks just to get out and move. And uh, I'm not – I mean, some people are fine staying in their place and watching a lot of TV. But me personally, uh, I just have to get out of the house. I'm going to go stir crazy. I'm sure we all are. So do, do we have recommendations for like our listeners of what to do? Like besides going on walks, go and exercise. I know John has some Netflix recommendations that he's dying to let out. Well, I mean, Anthony just described my dream. He, he said I, I would go crazy. My dream is sitting in a dark room and watching TV and movies for the entire day. I actually, it's surprising as I've gotten older, I watch less and less sports. Twitter is like my, my insight into sports. I see the highlights. I watch the full games for my favorite teams, but I don't browse sports like I used to. I watch more scripted stuff. So I, I'm, I feel like I'm more adept and capable to handle this uh, this hunkering down, bunkering, whatever you want to call it, for the next three weeks because this is kind of a dream to not, have, not need an excuse and not have to do anything and just stay home. We're stocked up on food. We've got tons of wine and booze and won't be that bad, I guess. I mean, you also have you have kids to take care of too, so that's probably nice. I was just about to say, outside of the kids not having school, (laughs) that's that's the uh, that's the one kicker. Nap time, and then after they go to bed, will be will be my respite. But other than that, yeah, yeah. Um, Recommendations, man. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good TV on on streaming these days. The the I work in in advertising, and I think the the numbers for at for the streamers and for connected TV are going to go through the roof because people aren't going to can't do much. Although I had a meeting today, one of the, I had a meeting at a bar slash restaurant at three thirty today in, in Denver and it didn't seem less crowded than normal. It seemed pretty packed still. So I guess we'll see. Um, what, what are your recommendations? Give us like three, three or four. Oh man. Um, if you've never here, here's a good one with, with Hulu with every FX moved all their content or a good amount of their content to Hulu, a, a nice length show to watch one season. One of the, I would call it the best one season show ever is a show called Terriers T E R R I E R S. It's um, kind of a private eye detective story in Southern California. The two leads have perfect chemistry and it's only a season and it unfortunately got canceled after one, but it's, it's the guy, Sean Ryan who did the shield and a lot of other shows after that, but it's fantastic and it's not a huge time commitment. If everything, if by some, um, some blessing things return to normal in a few weeks, you don't have to still try and catch up on a show after that one season and you're good to go. Um, Dave, another comedy on also on Hulu. It's only three episodes in, but it has been uh, very, very funny. If you're looking for a little bit of comic relief, after uh, everything that's gone on and then, and then 
longer season and, and a little bit more established, but can't go wrong. If you've already seen Breaking Bad and haven't watched Better Call Saul, um, it's fantastic. And you can jump right back in on the second to last season, which is now airing on AMC. I took my check in the mail. I mean, I have anyone some... else. If anyone else needs more recommendations, I can go on for hours. My, yeah. At Woodrow Wilson on Twitter. Um, I, I have movie recommendations more so because I like those more. But if you can watch subtitled movies, which you absolutely should, it's ridiculous if you don't like movies because they're subtitled. I'd going to recommend A Separation. It's an Iranian movie directed by Asghar Farhadi. It's on Netflix. I'm going to recommend The Lives of Others, uh, a German movie about uh, a Stasi officer in East Berlin. Um, and then I'll recommend Atlantics, which is like a Senegalese uh, kind of surrealist movie that you should watch. I have seen A, a Separation, and it's great. And um, obviously everyone's heard about Parasite. If you haven't watched Parasite, then sticking to the subtitles theme it's it's obviously good enough to win best picture and i'll throw another one on sam's list since we're apparently getting into movies with subtitles birds of paradise is fantastic and if you like mob mafia uh movies how do you so that's on my list how do i how do i stream it uh that's a it's on hbo go right now oh okay well i don't have a login so if you can uh slide into my dms with your login information that would be much appreciated <laughs> i can probably make that happen oh actually oh, i'm just yeah, kidding yeah, sure. i would also if on hbo go i would also birds recommend of prey. i said birds of paradise birds of yeah. prey no yeah. that's harley quinn i'm totally let me look this up so i don't screw it up for people you're you're right i think it's birds of uh birds of paradise let me see. Carry on. Carry um, on. I would also recommend um, my favorite shapes, a stand-up by Julio Torres, also on HBO Go. Uh, and last one, if you're going to watch Parasite, also watch Bong Joon Ho's other movies. Uh, Snowpiercer is the most popular one. It's on Netflix. Also, try to watch The Host if you can, and anything with uh, Song Song Gong Ho, the 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 dad in Parasite. Every, every any movie that actors in is amazing so look up him Andrew. and i did screw it up it's birds of passage sorry oh, yes very right. good and um yeah andrew and anthony sorry if you're like what the hell are they talking about i mean this is good because you know i have nothing to offer um <laughs> you pretty much took it all for me so i, I appreciate that Ooh, also some, some cartoons say that again I had to jump off for a second. Say all Could that again? Yeah, is that all right? No. Anthony, you can be our first listener to this podcast and you can write down all these notes. I love it. I love it. Great idea. Um, I would also recommend um, Adventure Time, obviously. Uh, it's a cartoon, but it's okay. And then uh, Castlevania is a very good animated show that's very dark, but very entertaining. And over the garden wall, my brother just yelled at me from across the room. <laughs> uh, Jack Barsh would also recommend Over the Garden Wall, which is his favorite show. He's seen it like seven times. So we expect every listener, all 30 of you, to watch <laughs> every single one of these and then tweet back at us what you thought. If one of you tweets back with, I watched this one thing that you recommended, we'll be very, very proud of you. And very surprised because we don't get much Twitter interaction besides angry fans calling for Tad to get fired. 
Um, okay. What, any other recommendations we have to pass the time besides uh, video games, Netflix, dog walking, uh, exercising, baseball games, basketball games, such and such? The way you describe it doesn't sound so bad, huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, fighting people at the grocery store for bread and for toilet paper. I'm personally going to be using a lot of toilet paper, so I'm going to go hoard some from the grocery store. Possibly steal some from work. That's a joke, by the way. Hey, guys, I seriously... Yes, Anthony? I was going to say, I can't make this up. Like, I literally had a grocery list cut in half. Um the entire list of the stuff that I ordered to be delivered, half of it arrived. So that just tells you how much is uh, out of stock. I mean, we don't have a food shortage in the U S. So I mean, like if you like go to a grocery store at like 7 AM, I'm sure you're going to be able to find stuff. It's like, yeah, like, but the whole thing is I don't want to go to the grocery store. Oh, I'm sorry for uh, <laughs> that. It's better than standing in line for six hours if you are desperate and need to go to somewhere. I just don't want people to panic. I don't want people to go to the grocery store and fight each other for food, which has been happening. Exactly. Exactly. Like, we we have the most we have the most like food waste in this country by far, and I think it's ridiculous. So couldn't agree more, Sam. We can we can be smarter about things. Don't panic. We're not going to run out of food. Anybody else have anything to say, or should we just end it? You know, I want to. I want to end on one final note of positivity because as you, as we kind of started the podcast off, you said that I, uh, I I'm a little too positive, which is probably true. But yes, it stinks right now that there are no sports on. But you know how we all sit through. I'm a. I like baseball, but the the doldrums of summer in the middle of the baseball season, especially when the Rockies have started slumping, or whoever you like is out of the playoff picture, and you just count down the days to football all of a sudden imagine if probably not the ncaa tournament but imagine if the nba playoffs and the nhl playoffs and who who knows what other rescheduled sports are all of a sudden in those the slow boring months of the summer and not only that you add the joy of wow we now appreciate sports again so much because we know what it's like to live without them and that yeah. doesn't sound so bad your optimism is that other sports will replace baseball Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jack would disagree with you either. I don't think yeah. I ag- disagree with you. And I played baseball and I used to watch baseball until it got boring for me. Well, I don't that's, know. that's what we have to hold on to. I mean, my true optimism is political, but I can keep those to myself. Uh, yeah. Do you want to end it? Are you, is everybody good? I think that's it. Andrew? Well, thank you for joining us. Um, remember to rate and subscribe all that jazz and please leave a review based solely on this specific episode where we hardly talked about sports at all and make your best wishes to Jack Barr who's recovering from <laughs> just kidding. I can't say it okay. yeah he's, he's, he is healthy it's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> alright everyone stay healthy buzz buzz